Hello and welcome to the very first spin-off from the Tech Marketing Podcast. In collaboration with the Association of National Advertisers, we are thrilled to bring you the Masters of B2B Marketing. Get ready now as we spin through some fantastic episodes covering the latest in B2B thinking, from AI to advertising, analytics to attribution, alignment, and so much more. Today's B2B buyers, which whoppingly account for 22% per account, are younger and thanks to COVID, accustomed to conducting their own research and buyer journeys online. This has completely destroyed the traditional sales approach and has made marketing more important than ever. In this episode, we're joined by Bill Zengel, the man with a front row seat to the very best of B2B marketing around the world, as he marks the trajectory of marketing's future leaders. So in terms of highlights, so many crazy good speakers, lots of amazing insights. What are some of the highlights for you? So I think the biggest highlight for me is I'm friends with our CEO, and five years ago, he asked me to help him elevate B2B. And I think there was a foundation there, but I was, I don't want to say surprised, but the breadth and scope of the work that I saw through the B2 awards told me that there's a transformation in the industry. What we've seen since COVID is so much growth in B2B, and the bar keeps getting higher, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like one great campaign, but there were people who got a bronze yesterday who, in my mind, should have gotten a platinum if we had that award. (laughs) The work was that good, and it was so much of it, and I think it reflects the community, which is great. Yeah, the bars are changing, aren't they? The, yeah, the, the, it's, the, the grade is the competition's getting getting fierce. It, for sure, it, it really is. At the end, the A and A is a B two B company, like any marketing mm-hmm. solution provider, yeah. like any agency. So yeah. I sit there and take notes. Right, it's eighteen month life to make yeah. a sale. Twenty two people involved. It's not too different. Right? Yeah, yeah, completely, mm-hmm. completely. It's interesting though, because from an agency perspective, you get to see the best of the best at award ceremonies like this, and there are other award ceremonies. You have some in New York. But there is still a part of me, you think about the number of brands out there, you think about the number of companies, we just work in tech, and then there's everywhere else. You boil it down to essentially a handful of examples that are award-worthy and go on to win. I still feel, and I don't know how you'd love to ask you the question here, I still feel like there's a huge opportunity. We are still scratching the surface really if you really think about it 99.9 percent of the stuff that comes out from every brand that we work with is pretty safe it's pretty product-led it's we've got the stars of the show that we've just been seeing for the last two days but i still think there's so much more i don't want to mess up your microphone (laughs) just reflecting what you just said i have about 200 scraps of paper (laughs) and it was me taking notes during a presentation, and we debrief with the team. We always do that at the end of the event. And what I said to them is, I just feel like the sky's the limit. I don't even feel like we've started. Mm. Like we're at the beginning of the mm. beginning. Yeah, mm. we're at the beginning. Of, yeah, I really, I saw, this, I saw the work from Kindrel, yeah. uh, and of course Workday, and Juniper, and I know there were more. And they were fantastic campaigns. So again, all the work you did yesterday. But as I say, that was one campaign from one brand. That's, that's the big stuff. But yeah, it's how do we get all of the learning to transcend into not just, not, maybe not every day, but certainly 
how do we get it into let's go for 20 percent of the campaigns or the work that we do has to push the boundaries in certain areas taking the learnings from today and how we and it comes back to the being better marketers too because fundamentally i think there's still a there's still some there's not enough risk being taken in b2b across across the board there's you know, say glimpses of it but yeah that's why i agree beginning we are at the beginning of the beginning how can we facilitate people taking much bolder risks in every brief that they that they put on the table for themselves or through the agencies i'm gonna the, the, where do i start with this view some of this has just solidified the confidence in our direction with b2b so the, the best way i would phrase this like if you look at how jeff Lowe, he's probably been one of the most talked about people at this conference yeah um, and he probably was last year as well but yeah he that if we look at the trajectory he's been on, if we look at the things like Reese Parks, who you know from Google, who talked about this three to four shortlist that people come into a buying decision all the, with the day one list, the, the day one list, day one list. That, that was that's been mentioned multiple times. It sat at this table talking to our guests. If we talk about how the B two B journey is now much more digital. My, we went up this view last year. It's marketing's day to rule the roost. Sales, sales's days are numbered, and it's B two B. It's now the time for the B two B marketeer. Someone like Jeff, who is from a marketing background, he's now in charge of marketing and sales. And so I'm going to keep pushing that the CROs, the CCOs that we're going to start seeing, are going to be marketing led, not sales led. And we're just at the start of that journey. In three to five years' time, the B2B buyer experience, that how people buy technology, especially, which is the industry we're in, will be completely changed, revolutionized from today. Yeah. And I think this just, the journey we're on, listening to a lot of the, lot of the speakers, I've not had a chance to attend as many of the sessions because we've been having fantastic one-on-one sessions with them <laughs> ourselves, just, I think, really solidifies that's the direction it's going. Uh, Definitely. I, if I could elaborate, I, I would just, so Jeff Lowe, I think you, sometimes you see the logos up <clears> on stage <throat> and you see GE yeah. and MasterCard, mm-hmm. American Express one mm-hmm. last night, and you, you might have the perception that the ANA is just for the biggest of the big. And what I will tell you that we hear from those companies is they want to think like startups. Mm-hmm. They want to be lean. And uh, Jeff Lowe, we met him last year. And you asked me before about, I'll say, a favorite. And when you have children, they're all your favorites. Uh, so everybody's unique and different in a certain way. And not that any of the CMOs are my children, but I love them all. Yeah, yeah. And what I think is interesting about membership in the ANA is smart technologies, Jeff Lowe. He was with a woman named Jenna Pipchek last year. That case study got, there's so much information out there. There's mm. just so much yeah. information. And you can just see the poor analyst googling everything going where <laughs> where's the right answer and jeff came to us before he was in the harvard business review if i remember correctly wow. and our members saw his case study and if it's all about growth he delivered 40 percent growth by recentering around a customer and then they did single budgeting i forget the term he used mm-hmm. and he delivered 40 percent growth the following year yeah and he's such a gentleman. He asked us if he could come back and update people. Mm-hmm. And he told me, I had dinner with him the other night, and he, he called it out-of-market demand generation yeah. rather than branding. Yeah. So it would really resonate. And you mentioned sales and marketing, and I have to say I'm a former salesperson, so I mm-hmm. see it from both sides. And my approach to sales was always I could look you in the eye 
and you were considering buying, you would buy from me. That in, and it, I think there are a lot of salespeople who feel the same way. That model has been decimated by COVID. And the customer now is digital first. And mm-hmm. I learned this from Jeff. They're digital first. They want to do the discovery on their own. Yeah. And you get somebody who's old school who says, oh, can we just get on a phone call? What do you like? You got five yeah. minutes for a call? Yeah. You're out of the running. There's no relationship. Right. Yeah. So that's where marketing has a chance to step forward. Couldn't agree more. And not be yeah. the people who just yeah. make sure the business card is right, make sure the golf <laughs> yeah. banner at the yeah. tournament is right. It's more than that. And yeah. But I would say that I think it needs to be an equal partnership. Okay. And if marketing goes in, like saying, hey, I'm here to assume the crown, yeah. they won't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think to chat, and I think this is a point that we did talk about with Jeff, although we've heard Jeff is now referred to as the ANA B2B Masters Ryan Reynolds. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We call him that earlier. Because yeah. he's Canadian. He's yeah. like our friendly liked right, version of Ryan Re- Reynolds. Everybody so, loves him. So that we, we can take that one back home, <laughs> I think. The, I, I can definitely see where you're going. I'm not saying it is just going to be about marketing, but I think before sales have always had the attribution it's that's been where the money's been earned right because that's where the sale gets closed and i think we're now seeing a shift where marketing should take some of that spotlight yeah i couldn't agree with you more and i have just two quick stories to share with you related to that i can't tell you the companies but a professional services company the marketing person was in a position where sales was like just make sure the banner's straight (laughs) and then covid hit and There's no more face-to-face calls. Mm -hmm. You could use data to track, but you have it at the corporate level on their IP address, and they're working from home. home. You're sending direct mail to an office, and nobody's there. So everything you've done isn't working, Mm -hmm. and the partner at the firm, which is functionally a revenue-generating job, came to this marketing person and said, help me. And she was like, I've got just what you need, content that you could serve up. Keep, no, keep going. Sorry. Okay, sure. This is just. And, and then this, I think up. the second story that was interesting to me, and again, I can't tell you the company, but it was a healthcare system provider. They make radiology machines. And the woman said to me, pre COVID, if you walked into a C suite meeting and said, we're going to sell a $1 million radiology machine online, you would have been laughed out of the room yeah, completely. three months after COVID. Everybody was all over digital. Yep. The system design, all the way mm-hmm. through order. Yep. And that is not going away. Mm-hmm. It's not, we're all going back to face. There's nothing like a handshake and a human smile. I've had <laughs> enough of avatars. But that buying process is not going away and it's been accelerated and it puts marketing front and center. Yeah. 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 I, I, we're obviously seeing, and this is obviously insight from Google as well, the buyers are getting younger. So hence it's happening and all happened at the same time. The research is more difficult face to face. The interaction is more difficult face to face and the buyers are younger who, and they typically don't want to speak to people, let alone salespeople. So the sort of convergence of those two things. And I think at the same time, obviously we want to inspire those younger generation of marketers to therefore build better experiences, right? Better brand experiences, better content experiences that are right for their own sort of cohort of buyers on the other side, which is so why it's so, for me, a really important 
I guess, time for the ANAs to support those younger marketers and give them the confidence to do different things and therefore engage the buyers in different ways too because those buyers are changing. That's so insightful. I'm actually thinking about what you just said. We go back to that idea that there are 22 people involved in purchase mm-hmm. decision. I think that's a data point yep. that I heard today. Yep. I know you could see the next presentation. It could say 18, yeah, but it's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I met a young woman today from a member company, mm-hmm. and what she said to me was, our CEO has decided that we should have a B2B focus after being traditionally a B2C brand. Ooh, okay. And they shifted 15 people of traditional brand to do B2B. Wow. Now, I doubt that anybody else here knew that because they probably didn't <clears throat> ask her the question. And it goes exactly to your point. You're actually making me think a lot about this. And we, all our members, we think of our members as our family. Yeah and our friends, and we're just here to help. We're not trying to upsell anybody. We just want to deliver value for what they're here for. And I looked at her title, and she was, I think, a manager. And conversely, there are people here who say, I'd like to do a dinner, but I just want the CMOs. Yeah. So they're in the marketing solution providers who are telling the brands they're working with that there were 22 buyers and don't ignore 21 of them, yet yeah. they only want to interact with well, one of them. When this woman could yeah. be so insightful, and yeah. to your point, so true. Mm. which is what made me think of it, to your point is, I don't think people are saying there's a messaging strategy. Why is she having dinner with me instead of with one of the marketing solution providers? Yeah, mm. yeah, that's so true. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Mm. So I don't know whether there's any, again, so much covered the last few days. I don't know whether there's any other highlight you've done quite you've had a lot of conversations you've had some fantastic podcasts yeah, over the last yeah. few days i don't know whether there's any anything you want to the one stat the one stat i do keep if i'm trying to think of the other key things there's a lot of com- lot of discussions around starting with the outcomes it sounds very obvious being customer centric yeah. we are seeing this move towards a customer experience customer centric movement in b2b which I, I kind of struggle with because it just Me feels too. obvious. Yeah, it's like, why are we, why are we I, I, doing that too. to begin I'm with? There. It's good that it's getting the airtime that it needs. And alongside that, though, is the, the power of brand. Like, we've seen multiple speakers, multiple people sat at this table talk about how it's important to continue investing in your brand. There was one today on Wednesday, but the stat that Google stated was every dollar that you try and save on your brand now, it's going to cost you $1.85 to get back. So, crazy which is crazy. You're um, paying twice, essentially. Yeah, basically, basically. So, I yeah, I, I can't wait to actually. She was a fountain of stats, which I struggled to keep up with. But really looking forward to to, to editing that. So, you know, there are so many takeaways, and I just hope that, that a lot of the attendees got a chance to 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 listen to the speakers that that, that we did. Fantastic. We're using the same question with everyone that sat here. Summarize in five words or less advice for a CMO to achieve success, what would it be? Yeah, maybe Alex could go first. Yeah. For me, it's think longer term. Okay. I, 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 from an agency perspective, and I think this is also a quite symptomatic of the tech industry yeah. that we're in rather than broader B2B. Effectively, we live in quarter to quarter. And every single presentation today, not just today, every single presentation from this week, from every single individual essentially saying the same thing which Mm -hmm. is connected to brand connected to buyer journeys connect the number of people every brand to demand every example was 
if you're living, if you're running programs quarter to quarter, you're changing the messages every five minutes, the audiences change, your focus changes. It's a very long five words, Alex. I'm justifying my five words. I've given you the five words. I've given you the five words, and I'm just buying some time. Okay? Okay, I'm ready now. You've already got time. Go ahead. Go for it. Go for it. So yes. what, five, words, five words or less, what advice would you give a CMO to achieve success? Join the ANA. It's the best peer sharing network you could find. <laughs> no one's counting. <laughs> I thought I would join the ANA, but I thought I had to validate it. I would say longer. I interviewed the reporter from CNBC, Dominic. Yes. And I asked him, what's the secret to a great interview? And he said, always to assume you're ignorant about the person you're interviewing mm. and what they do. Yeah. And I've been in this business a long time. I've worked in almost every capacity. And I have 50 pages of notes from listening to CMOs. So I like to think the ANA is the world's smallest private club mm. for global chief marketing officers. And they learn from each other, not from me. Love it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. I have to say, that's a great round-off, I'd yeah, say. that is. Beautiful summary of the last couple of days. Nicely done. Yeah. <laughs> really nicely done. Thank you so much for joining us yeah, on, the, on the last day here at the <laughs> A&A Masters of B2B event. It's been fantastic. to Thank you for inviting us and the Tech Marketing Podcast to, uh, to host the, your wonderful speakers and guests and hope to see you again next year or, or later on in the year. Yeah, even sooner. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Masters of B2B Marketing in association with the A&A's Looking for more insights? Be sure to explore our other episodes showcasing some brilliant leaders in the B2B world. And of course, don't forget to hit subscribe to stay up to date with the latest from the Tech Marketing Podcast. Thank you.